listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Aspen Forgan from Barney Creek Vineyard Cottages joins us in this episode. Aspen owns and runs this beautiful cottage accommodation and vineyard with her husband, Brendan. They also have two young children. Picture this, as you drive through the dairy and cattle farms near Rathdowney, you'll notice the scenery begin to change dramatically. Soon you're dwarfed by the towering heights of the scenic rim. Mountains Lindsay, Ernest, Barney, Ballow, May and Maroon make for an enthralling drive into this World Heritage listed region. Nestled away in the middle of this picture, you will find Barney Creek Vineyard Cottages, a hidden gem. The cottages have been seamlessly blended into the natural environment, which includes two creek frontages, the lake, their vineyard, and a rambling country garden with scenic vistas to the mountains. From exploring mountains and national parks to relaxing with a glass of wine in the comfort of your cottage, no matter how you wish to enjoy your time at Barney Creek Vineyard Cottages, it offers it all. In this episode, I chat to Aspen about running this business. The biggest challenge is time. A fabulous insight into a pivotal lifestyle change for both Aspen and Brendan, plus hear about their incredible accommodation and wine. Hi Aspen, thank you so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm good. Oh my gosh, there's so much for us to talk about, isn't there? I love our cat. There's so much. There's always so much. Oh my god, I'm getting comfortable in the chair. Okay, so how about you introduce yourself to everyone? Yes, okay. So I'm a mum of two. Um I in a previous life I've trained and worked as a teacher and a nutritionist. Um, and I now, with my husband, we um, own a vineyard and accommodation business. So we've done a really big pivot yeah. um, in our life. But, yeah, that's where we're at at the moment and that's a yes. little bit about me. Yes. So you had to move locations for this business. So you were, you were originally in Sydney. We did. So we, we both grew up in Sydney. Um, we we used to move around a lot for Brendan's work. He used to work on the roads and we moved around kind of every two years. Wow. And what what would happen is um, I'd kind of just get settled in a job and then I'd have to leave and move again. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I was like, okay, we need to have a business. Um, once we have kids, we need some sort of stability. So we always had an idea of having acreage and some cottages. Um, it was just kind of a matter of where and how that happened. Yes. Um, and we we were thinking it probably wouldn't happen for a few more years. And then it just happened very, very quickly once it did happen. So um I can talk you more through how it all happened a bit later. But, yeah, so we, we moved around and the idea was just to, to stay settled and, yeah, have that family life. Yes, exciting. Okay, so the the accommodation is called Barney Creek Cottages. So tell us about it and the location. Yeah, okay. So we're set on 40 acres in the Sydney Crim, so that's in southeast Queensland. We're basically an hour and a half from Brisbane and an hour and a half from the Gold Coast. So it's a pretty central location, not too far. Yeah. Um, we're surrounded by a national park. We've got um, our property has got a creek that runs down one side and the river on the other side. So really tranquil, um, surrounded by 
beautiful mountains and national parks. So really, um, yeah, just just nature and just so tranquil. It's, it's just beautiful. So we've got 40 acres. We've got four acres of vineyard on the property. Um, and then we've got the four, uh, five cottages as well. And then we've also got a cellar door. So we um, run wine tasting out of the cellar door five months of the year as well. That's a lot because that in itself is another business. I mean, that's it is. the labour required for a vineyard. Yeah. Is yeah. So it's um it's pretty full on. It's predominantly just Brendan and I. We do have um some casuals that kind of help us doing um a bit of mowing and cleaning. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much just the two of us doing, you know, 80% of the work. Um, and it is, it's full on. And so we've been here just over 12 months. Um, and the whole idea was that we didn't really change too much in the first year, just so we could get an idea of how things worked, when were the busy peak seasons and when was the off season and then also with the vineyard we don't come from a viticulture background so it's been a lot of learning for the vineyard of what to do at each you know different times of the year uh so that's been pretty full-on but it's been really rewarding as well so yeah wow oh my goodness oh my goodness okay so what type of stay is it like for the people that are like looking that come and stay with you like what kind of holiday are they looking for generally yeah, so like I said, it's nature-based, so you've got your running creeks, your wildlife, the mountains. So we've got three couples' cottages, so those are often, you know, like a romantic getaway, um, right. you know, where people kind of come and they'll either, you know, snuggle in front of the fireplace with their wine or they'll sit on the day bed uh, with a book, you know, and, and relax. Um, otherwise, we've also got a family cottage which sleeps eight, so that one will either be a family or we do get multiple couples that will come and stay in that one together um and so yeah it's it's really interesting so some people will come and we won't see them the whole time they're here because they're just so happy just to chill out whereas other people there you know they want to go on the hikes that are nearby we've got waterfalls and um, watering holes and you know all those sorts of things so they're just more adventurous um it it, I suppose you kind of get out of it what you're after there's lots of different things yeah so like nearby we've got lots of agritourism so there's other businesses that have you know you can go and milk the lambs and and feed lambs or you know there's a camel farm and there's cafes and you know so it it really depends what people are after um, as to what they do when they come out here wow and then the winery or the vineyard that you've got is that kind of like in a different part of the property and then like how are you finding time to make wine as well? <laughs> um, that's a really good question. Um, so time is our biggest challenge, yeah. uh, particularly with a young family. It's like the one thing that Brendan and I get stroppy with each other about because we've both got so much that we're trying to get done that neither of us have the time to do everything. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a challenge. I suppose it's just prioritising what things need to come first and what are more time sensitive. So, for example, at the moment in the vineyard, um, you know, I have, I'll have i go out and help Brendan do some of those jobs and I just know that they have to come before some of the jobs I have in the office, for example. Yeah. Uh, so it's just really prioritising depending on what's happening in the vineyard. Um, so we've got three vineyards. Um, 
One of them is a small one out the front of one of the cottages, um, and that's quite young, so that's only about two years old. Um, we've got the original vineyard, which is about 16 years old, and that's around one and a half acres. And then we've got another new one, which is um, about two years old or not even, it's about 12 months old. Um, so, yeah, four acres in total. Only about half of the vineyard is fruiting at the moment, uh, so probably another year and all we should get fruit from the entire vineyard. Mm. Um, so uh, and then also it depends on the weather like so last summer because it was such a wet season it was not very good for the vines particularly the young ones they they weren't very happy and healthy so we actually had to cut them all the way back almost to the ground to the graft and we've had to retrain them and regrow them just so that they can come back much healthier um so yeah lots lots happening how have you found you know because you've You've ended up in a business where you really didn't have any experience and you possibly didn't really realise that you it would be this full on. We didn't. We didn't no. realise it would be this full on, no. no. <laughs> you probably, this is some of the thing about any business, you go, oh, if I'd known that, I would never have gone down that route. But how have you, you know, how have you felt on this journey? Like have you felt tired and exhausted and overwhelmed or do you feel you go through waves or, you know, how is it, how has it been for you? Yeah, look, it's interesting because, you know, um, when you say, you know, had we've known, we probably wouldn't have bought it. Um, we, we do say that often, you know, like obviously we originally wanted the cottages and the vineyard kind of came with it, but it complements the cottages really well in terms of brand awareness and getting people to the property. So they do complement each other really well. Um, in terms of um, how we've managed it's definitely been a lot of it's definitely been a roller coaster um, we had a pretty rough start when we when we took over um, and you know I think for the first probably six months it was just on adrenaline um, and just that's what kept us going uh, and it's just probably now that you know we're starting to feel like we, we're catching up and, and we're not you know um, so crazy but it's always crazy like there's always so much going on we're about to harvest in probably the the next two to four weeks so there's always something going on uh, but it's definitely been a roller coaster so we ha- yeah like I said we had a rough start when we uh, settled and took over the business we actually got stuck um, on the border so we couldn't actually even get to the property um, and we were living out of suitcases for about four months with the kids and we were running the business from interstate so we would basically have to ring people and say you know we're not there to check you in and send them a map and directions on how to get to their cottage um and then we were still stuck on the wrong side of the border and that we had a really big um flash flooding rain event and one of our cottages got flooded and we actually had people staying um camping by the creek and we didn't know it was like nine o'clock at night we didn't know if they were safe and we ended up having to call triple zero it was just a nightmare um and so that's ended up being how we got across the border was because we just needed to make sure that everybody was safe and they they allowed us to get across but and then after all of that all of the rain the grapes that year were just um not very healthy we ended up having to go through and cut them all and throw all of the grapes that year that whole harvest in the bin so it was definitely um a, a baptism of fire when we first got yes. here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Fire that's yeah. fun, isn't it? 
It was really full on. Um, but like I said, it's definitely settling down. We we still we've had probably seven floods in the last 12 months. So we've yeah. we've definitely had a lot of challenges. But you know, there's so many people that have had it worse off than us yeah. as well. You know, so we always try and keep it in perspective as well. Mm. Oh my gosh. How did you come across the property, the business? Because you bought it from <sighs> someone else. Yeah, so um we were in a stage of transition where we weren't really sure what to do, Brendan went. Brendan was finishing up a, another business that he was running, and so we were thinking we'd lived in Queensland for um, a few years before when he was on the roads, and we wanted to move back there. So we thought, well, if we don't need to be in Sydney anymore, let's start looking to move up there. So I was just looking at some acreage and, and things like that, and it just popped up. And I just jokingly said to him, "Oh my goodness, we should do this," yeah. and then. And then so we actually came up um, before the border closures, had a look at it, really loved it, and and it kind of just transpired like that, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. So do you feel, because the business, you've been in it for 12 months now, do you feel like this year you're, um, you can't really call it a role because it's like literally it's your life. Do Do you feel like it will change slightly this year or do you feel like that you're going to be in this chapter for another few years before you can kind of give yourself back some time? I think um, so with our children, so our children are only three and six, so they're very young. Um, At the moment, um, our daughter, she's just started year one, school is 50 kilometres away. So we spend about 20 hours a week commuting to and from school. Um, (laughs) My facial expression isn't allowing any sound out on the podcast. So they would have thought I was silent then. That is huge. Yeah, and that is where our time struggle comes from. So once our youngest start school they can both catch the bus together and that will give us so much time back so I always say to Brendan you know how we are now is the hardest it's going to be once we get that time back we're just going to feel like we've got so much time to get everything done um it's just getting through the next two years while they're young until he starts school so yeah I think it's just you know it's just a stage it's a phase that we're in at the moment and we just you know do our best to make it work and, um, yeah, we're, we're really fortunate. You know, we, we do have a lot of support. Um, you know, both of our parents will come up, you know, when we need them, if we've got a race up to Stanthorpe to to do some training on the vineyard or um, see the winemaker. You know, one of our parents will come up to, to babysit the kids and um, we've got some locals that have been helping us as well. So we do have a great support network. Um, and if we didn't have that, it definitely would not be working. So, mm-hmm. How much sleep are you getting? Oh, I need a lot of sleep. I get very nauseous if I don't sleep. So I get about eight hours a night. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I have to prioritise. Yeah. yeah. So we go to bed. We're in bed at like 8 30. Yeah, I bet you are. Are you up super early in the mornings? Yeah. So we're up about 5 30. Yeah. 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 And our kids just wake up early. They're just, natural early risers so we just get up and it works well because often we'll have to do things in the vineyard before like it's so hot that you just want to get out there you know at six o'clock and then try and be inside by 10 or 11 because it's just so hot um and then and some of the sprays we're using you know you you can't use them once it gets to 24 degrees and in Queensland that's seven o'clock in the morning yeah right so Mm. so you've got people staying at the cottages 
all year or do you have like a time where it's quieter you might they might not all be full yeah, so we do have them open and available all year round, um, but we've definitely got our peak and our off season. So, for example, February is generally an, uh, a quieter month in the cottages and November and early December is a quieter time as well. So, um, which which does work out well because that's when the vineyard is quite labour intensive. So, February is generally when we're harvesting. So, it just balances out. That's lucky, isn't it? It is. <laughs> And you're also making hampers for the cottages. Yeah, so, so we yeah. so for only for our couples' cottages, we mm-hmm. do provide um an add-on option for some food packages. So for example, we'll do a breakfast hamper, um, we'll do an anti-pasta platter, um, or some barbecue hampers. So yeah, people can organize those um in advance and then we'll prepare them and have them in the cottage for them when they arrive. Wow. My goodness. So you're right near the scenic rim. I hadn't heard of the scenic rim beforehand, but that you were saying that there's lots of things to do in that area in terms of like hikes and scenic walks yeah. and things. So the scenic rim is actually quite a very large spread out area um last year 2022 it was actually voted the eighth top region to visit by the lonely planet um and it's just it's very diverse so you've got mount tambourine which has you know beautiful um cafes restaurants it's got other wineries um and then like i said our our way you've got a lot of national parks and Mm -hmm. hikes You've got all different cafes. Um, you've got agritourism. So, yeah, the different farms that you can go visit. So there's just something for everyone, really. That's so good. Yeah. Yes. Have, you, have and- you managed to explore the area much yourself? We we try. So we try and have um like once a month we'll try and take a day out when the kids are at school and we'll go and do something. Um and we're also part of a um tourism um organization for the local area. And so once every few months they'll have a networking event at one of the local businesses. So then that's our opportunity to go and see what the other businesses are doing and 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 have a look and meet them. So that's kind yeah. of our fourth date night. <laughs> That is a really great marketing strategy, a small business is banding together and then getting around to see, yeah. Yeah, and the I have to say the local area, Scenic Rim, are just so proactive and innovative with their um, tourism. I think it's the second biggest um, contributor to the local economy, tourism, and the council as well as the local tourism organisation are very proactive. Um, The local council just won an award last year for the Queensland Tourism Awards for their Eat Local Week, and so they just do so many things in the area. It's great. Do you collaborate with any local businesses? I'm working on that more. So in our cellar door, we've got a gift shop um, and we stock some um, artisan deli products and, you know, olives and things like that. So I've been moving since we took over to stock more local product and produce. Um, so, you know, local olives, local cheeses, um, local cured meats, things like that. So I'm definitely working and get, trying to get that more and more to the mm. local products. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So, and then we're also in the process of um, launching our online store that launches on the 21st of February. And so I'll be looking at the wholesaling of the wine to some of the local cafes and restaurants as well. So there's lots happening. Wow. There certainly is, isn't there? (laughs) Apart from time being one of your biggest hurdles, is there anything else that you'd go, oh my gosh, that has certainly been a, a learning curve or a challenge? Um, the biggest challenge was just getting here. Once we got here, we've kind of just, you know, hit the ground running. We've taken it in our stride. You know, there's always something that we're learning, but we just, you know, we're, we're pretty proactive. We've got a, a growth mindset. So we both just take it in our stride. It was more just the stress of actually getting to the property. So, um, but yeah, no, other than that, not really, no like huge major dramas or. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, probably just learning the ropes of the business in itself would have been an experience. Yeah, look, yeah. it wasn't too, it wasn't too bad. Like I said, it's just particularly with the vineyard, you know, like in winter you've got your pruning, in summer you've got your hedging and your leaf yeah. plucking, and it's just working out each time of the year what you're doing. But the wine industry is very supportive and very collaborative, and they're very willing to share their knowledge. Uh, we've done a lot of training up at the uh, Queensland Wine College, so they've just been amazing, and and everyone's just so happy to help you. So. Fabulous. All right. So if anyone's wanting to come and check out the accommodation or the winery, yes. Uh website URL. Okay, so barneycreekcottages.com is the website. The Facebook is Barney Creek Cottages and our Instagram is Barney Creek Vineyard Cottages. Yeah. And you come up pretty high on um social media, not social media, on Google as well. I think so, yeah. yeah. Like if people type in scenic rim accommodation, you come up. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so, good. Oh, my gosh, Aspen, look, it's been so wonderful. Oh, and one more thing. Have you still got the peacock there that roams the? We do, and he's got a girlfriend. Oh, really? <laughs> so we've got a little peahen now. She comes and goes. But, yeah, Rudy's here every day wandering around, making lots of noise and showing wow. off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so good. I bet your kids love it. They do. Actually, our fish just had babies the other day and we saw a koala and there's just, oh, wow. there's always. What a great lifestyle. <laughs> Aspen, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thanks, Alison.